Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Considering the popularity of brain teasers and brain training apps, you'd think that people would know quite a bit about the brain's role in education. But according to a recent study, the general public and even educators have a hard time squashing misconceptions about the brain and learning. For instance, many of the research participants believed that students' brains shrink without sufficient water and that kids are less attentive after devouring sugary treats. Both of these statements are totally false, by the way. The brains behind the study, published in the journal Frontiers of Psychology, gave a survey featuring 32 true or false brain-related statements to three different groups of people— educators, the general public, and people with high neuroscience exposure, that is, those who had taken many college-level neuroscience courses. Of those 32 statements, the researchers focused on seven common myths that stem from what they call single explanatory factors. That's ones that reduce the complexity of human behavior to a single explanation. Those seven myths are the following, and note these are total myths. 
One, that individuals learn better when they receive information in their preferred learning style. Two, that children have learning styles that are dominated by particular senses. Three, that a common sign of dyslexia is seeing letters backwards. Four, that listening to classical music increases children's reasoning ability. Five, that children are less attentive after consuming sugary drinks and or snacks. Six, that some of us are left-brained and some are right-brained, and that this helps explain differences in learning. And seven, that we only use 10% of our brain. Of the 3,045 general public respondents, an average of 68% believed these brain myths. 56% of the 598 educators surveyed believed in them, and 46% of the 234 neuroscience-exposed group believed that they were true. Some of the most commonly held misconceptions among these seven were those about learning styles, dyslexia, and classical music's effect on reasoning. Let's unpack a couple of those. There's a theory about learning styles called VAC, visual, auditory, and kinesthetic, aka tactile. The VAC theory suggests that students have a primary way of grasping information, visually, auditorily, or kinesthetically. The myth is that some students may not learn as effectively if their style is not emphasized. 93% of public respondents believed this myth, in addition to 76% of teachers and 78% of people educated in neuroscience. And 55% of the participating educators believed in the Mozart effect, the idea that kids' spatial reasoning skills improve when they tune into classical music. However, these myths both hit sour notes. Research does not corroborate these beliefs. The researchers did find that having a graduate degree, taking neuroscience courses, having exposure to peer-reviewed science, and being younger all helped when it came to telling neuroscience fact from fiction. But those factors didn't completely help. Lead study author Lauren McGrath said in a press release, the myths that respondents with neuroscience experience believed were related to learning and behavior and not the brain. So their training in neuroscience doesn't necessarily translate to topics in psychology or education. Since many school districts put time and resources toward pedagogical techniques based on these myths, the researchers suggest that this study may help neuroscientists and educators work together to come up with cross-disciplinary training modules that provide more accurate information, and thus better education for our students and better understanding of ourselves. Today's episode was written by Shelley Danzi and produced by Tyler Klang with kind engineering assistance by Ramsey Yount. For more on this and lots of other brainy topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Uh, Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. 
you start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.